Welcome everyone to episode 37, Talk with Jordan Hightech on the Low. Tal, how are you this morning? I'm great. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> Thank you for coming. It's really good to finally have you. Also, as you even mentioned before, we had Amos Talmor last week. Now we have Talmor himself. What's the next? What's the next? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe more Todd will have to get to. There you go. You but, got some uh, Thank you for coming this morning. You know, this is sponsored by Front Team, where we have 12 different communities, six verticals, and 3,000 startup entrepreneurs, tech enthusiasts, and investors all waiting to connect with you. And, you know, today we're going to just talk a little bit about how you bring connection to the world yourself through Event Place, this very innovative event platform that you guys developed. Um, that you developed, actually, I should say, not even you guys, though you do have a partner. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about kind of, you know, what that was like. Why is the event, you know, uh, space online such a big thing these days? Um, and, you know, just a general kind of flow about the event space. So let's get started, as I always like to do, with a little bit about yourself, Ta. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's a, it's an opportunity to give a big code to Fronti. Uh, I've been there for about a year and even a little bit more. And the guys are great. It's such a great connection area. And, you know, you have all many kinds of uh, WhatsApp groups and, and forums. And I think it's a great opportunity to say that uh, it's great connections. Their networks are, are great. And you guys are, are doing a, a, a great job. Thank you. And I would like to get more connections out there. I know you have 12 teams <laughs> all over, you said. So <laughs> I think I'm we'll in less. So. Okay, so yeah, we have yeah, to get yeah, some bring more. Me over. So, all right, all right. Note to sell. That's a little bit about me. Uh, my name is Tal Moore. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Event Place. Um, I come from a marketing, sales background more, even in retail before, you know, doing Dead Sea carts in, in the, as a usual Israeli after the army. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, right. So uh, I have this sales uh, um, uh, gene inside me to bug people and to tell them exactly what they want and what they need. But I took it to the marketing area then as a consultant and outsider in a company. And I think most of my abilities were just connections, networking. I mean, I love people. I love blah, blahing to people. And <laughs> I think people enjoy uh, my my uh, my friendship, and it became easier for me to get into the uh, conferences, summits, and events industries mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. networking is uh, a big capability for you to uh, uh, to grow yourself. And I was an innovation manager in one of the biggest conference company here in Israel. Okay. Uh, meta conferences. I've created large sure. conferences, which I enjoyed, such as Smart City Summit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, where I think we had a little connection back there. I think it was like our there. first connection yeah, back in the day. probably. Oh, so I did, uh, <laughs> I did uh, the Sports Biz Conference, which oh, nice. I love to, to get back Very to. Cool. Um, uh, restaurants, industries, and more and more and more. So which, like everything, Yes, basically. yes, really. I expanded. And in conferences, you really expand yourself. And it's great because you're becoming an expert in kind of a division every event that you're doing you need to be a little bit of a uh, of an uh, experience you have more of an experience and more of a expertise in this subject sure, definitely very uh, important i would say yeah, yeah. yeah which led to us you know even before covid about two three months before covid we understood the power of letting people to see and to engage live events uh online or to engage with it or even to be a part of it when it's live when it's happening because um, even this podcast or even other, you know, great YouTubers or any kind of um, information that you're receiving to yourself after, it has its lower experience of being there when it's happening. Sure. And I love it about events and I love it about anything that is live. And most of my clients, when they come and say, let's do it, but pre-recorded, I always say, let's try to do it live. And they say, why? And I say, just because of the experience, just because of the live feeling that you're having when it's happening. So, so do you think yeah. right now that, let's say, COVID has accelerated that? Because in my mind, I agree with you. I say, yeah, we were all getting into the event space before the online event space. You know, we were all uh, going on Zooms or it was an offering or they were telling you, like, there's going to be some Zoom webinar. But, you know, like, let's be real. A lot of people 
people still wanted to be in the person space. Online kind of took a little bit to really get, I don't know, sexy, we can say. So what has you seen in the in the industry in terms of Corona maybe accelerating, not accelerating, pushing it into a different area? So that's a great question because COVID did not um, accelerate the, the digital transformation in the matter of technology. The technology was there all along. Mm. I think what happened is market education to have, I'll say normal people, not really high tech oriented people to enjoy an event watching on their screen, watching on their laptop or on their cell phone was hard to be educated on. How can I enjoy a conference while watching, while being, I don't know, in somewhere else or giving my attention to the phone for more than two minutes even just to watch someone talks in live? That was hard to educate the market. Right, it's an attention thing. It's hard to do. You can go in person, Absolutely. so why do it? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. And, you know, the personal connection and the hugging people and, and shaking their hands and getting their business cards was a little bit more... Um, um, it's, it was hard to educate the, the, the other side of it, the online side of it. And that's what Corona, COVID did. I mean, people were restricted to be in social distancing. So they had to keep the networking still from their home and enjoy their, their, um, their well, still enhancing networks while being at their home. And that was a clear fact. You had to do it. So you had to enjoy Zoom on Zoom events in the beginning, and then it was boring, and then we, uh, and then other platforms like Eventplace and others uh, became essential just to make the experience better while uh, uh, still having the ability to enhance networks and to uh, enjoy business relations and to enhance business relations when you cannot make it to a, a 500 conference sure. and hug to each other. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. You also bring up this cool distinction, right? Which is like that you didn't really, you know, there wasn't this like major acceleration of the tech. It wasn't like, oh my God, tomorrow, yeah. you know, we're having, uh, we have, I'm going to just make up with the metaverse thing. You know, it's not like we're having the VR situation nope. right now. But what you do bring up is this whole idea of awareness, accelerating this awareness and in turn, adaptability and adoption of the software. So it's very interesting that you bring that up. Now, in that sense, you know, where did you find that you guys, when you were developing this kind of online event place, you know, or event place, wow, that came out just so naturally yes, right there. Yes, that, <laughs> you killed tried, me right there. Great branding. We tried that, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were conference place before and we were meta conferences and we say, how can we be as accurate as it could be in our branding strategy was not to say it, call it meta or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Especially not. <laughs> and, and, you know, just it, we are event place. This is the place it for the It came out so naturally that's just right. now. Like, I, thank that's, you for that. Thank that you for that. Sponsorship, right But I like you know one of the things I want to know is did you guys get a lot of pushback from the traditional guys when you were coming into it? Because you bring yes. up a good point, which is this whole idea of okay, everyone's at home, they're bored, they don't know what to do, they need to still do their business. Things were still going on during Corona, as we know. But how did you get that traditional element to say, hey, like yeah, you don't have the business card, you don't have whatever it is that you're normally used to doing at trade shows or at events or whatever it is? How how did you get them? I think I'll, I'll put my answer as beginning as there's about 20 companies here in Israel that are already high tech enough to have online conferences and online gatherings even before COVID. Okay. And there's hundreds of thousands of companies here in Israel, right? So as low tech as you go, even, even up to those 20 big high tech companies that already knows how to do it, um, people does do not have awareness. Clients do not have awareness. When I speak to clients from the biggest ones, and we're uh, the company for Chavat HaChashmal and Partner, Osem, Shufersal, Bank Israel, they're all our clients uh, here in Israel, and we're going a little bit abroad. Uh, they do not know. They have no idea how to bring the gatherings online. They wow. only know Zoom. 
Zoom that's is it. my. That's it. My main competitor out there is Zoom, not production companies, not uh, big platforms like our friends Bizabo, which are great and doing amazing things all over the world. They're not our competitors. Zoom is our competitors. They all know, or Zoom, or just meet with each right. other and build a stage and don't even maybe bring a stills camera, you know, photographer. Right. That's it. That's wow. that's their high tech. And so it, there's a lot of awareness to put out there. But as I said, you know, being able to say, okay, there are right now 100 people can come to this, to this event and not more, not only because of COVID restrictions, because people cannot make it to the event. Let's let those thousands of people who's waiting out there who received invitation and could not make it to the event, make it accessible for them. Make your exposure and reach even higher. Um, and that seems more reasonable now. Uh, these times, um, companies listen to that and they understand that this specifically, next level, this accessibility idea, like the idea of making your events accessible, that's what really gets them. Get get higher reach. You want your message out there. You marketing is all about that, right? You're bringing an event. You have 15 minutes or one hour that people listen just to you. Your attention is there. Of course. How can you make it to another thousands of people? You're. St- do you want to pay another million shekel and get to the expo here and you know and bring them you know a big and 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 maybe losing a lot of money for for just a little bit more attention? Sure. You can make it hybrid. You can put your camera out there. Uh, you can ba- uh, bring a cool platform, great experience, and let people to enjoy from home. And now low techs or maybe mid-tech companies are listening to that and understanding that that's the, the future, not metaverse, as you said, right. not high-tech that, oh my God, I can't understand how. No, just put up a cameraman, send it all over and make your reach uh, everywhere. Well, so let's you know also dive into what you said there. What do you see as being the future of events, let's say? you know, Because I think one of the interesting parts that you, I've even seen you talk about is this whole idea of hybridity, right? Mm-hmm. That you know, we're not necessarily going just to digital, and we're not necessarily going just to physical anymore. That's there's a, a mix. But where do you see the future really develop, you know, developing to? Because I think there's like a lot of ways it could do. Also, this whole metaverse thing, where did that come out? You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. uh, where, where do you see it going? So first of all, let me put some word out there. The word hybrid or hybrid event, which is like a cool buzzword to just put right. out there. It's like but the AI of the event yeah, word. Yeah, right. You know? yeah, but, um, <laughs> but it's not. It's so, it's so easy to explain. And I just had a big talk about it. Um, we were all hybrid events before. I mean, every event had a photographer that a day after that he put it on the Facebook, you know, look, we had a great event back there. So was it a hybrid or not? Because it wasn't live. Only mm. live events are hybrid. Right. So I think connecting the digital to the physical is hybrid anyway, if you have any connectivity into that. But you can go just, you know, different levels of how hybrid is the event. And where EventPlace um, puts it into our customers, we're saying, we don't care if the audience is in one place or in different places. We don't care if the speakers would be in one place or in all different places. Mm-hmm. We have super great uh, panels that the stage has three people sitting out there having a great panel and another three people in the b- big screen in the back. And we're having a six-way conversation for four different places in the world. Wow. And one of the places is a stage with a crowd. And there's 100 people out there and another 1,000 people at home. So That's it doesn't wild. really matter. It is <laughs> yeah. wild, but you know what? It's not high-tech. And, and I'm saying it to, 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 to clients because people say, wow, you know, it, this is the meta place. No, it's really not. It's not. It's just giving it a, um, an easier way to see events, which was just two years ago, hard to explain or hard to imagine that you can sit in a chair with hundreds of people and watch a screen. Someone talks on a screen. No, you want to see someone next to you. Right. But now it's understandable and people are accepting it enjoying it and the experience from watching events at home has been risen rise 
uh, a lot uh, thanks to platforms like us, thanks to producers, right. thanks to the easiness of photographing and you know the, the high quality of of uh, webcams that we can make uh, for sure, and and that makes it more accessible and, and even the experience is higher. So to finish it up, I'd say it depends how far away you see it. If you look 50 years from now, if you look 10 years from now, if you look five years from now, my answer would be different. Okay. But I would just say that it would just go higher in the hybrid motion. It would not never be a physical event or online event totally. It would always be have some kind of hybrid um, factor into it. That's interesting. I think, you know, in my mind too, it makes a lot of sense what you mean. I mean, I don't think, you know, we can't look down the road 10 years from now, you know, you know, technology is advancing so fast. We don't know, but I do see what you mean. There is this always going to be kind of hybridity that will exist. Just depends on what it's going to look like. So, I like you know, the hybridity. I never, I, I never use it. Yeah. Oh, I'm giving it to you <laughs> right now. Now you take go. it. You know, <laughs> my my gift to you. I'll you take know? <laughs> it in, the sales, in my sales pitch. Right there, you go. <laughs> now the other thing that I want to know is so when you were coming up with this idea for Event Place, which you know is a very innovative idea, whether or not you're in reinventing the wheel in a mm -hmm. sense. When you were doing that, what was your main goal as you were bu building the project? You know, initially, you're coming up with the idea, you're building out the systems, you're building out the tech. What is your goal here at first before you're even going and pitching this to clients? I, so I, my answer will be why events and not just putting conferences and summits. And I would I would pinpoint that answer because conferences online or big summits or even uh, event management tools, event management technology was out there and was doing great. You would sure. go to a 20,000 conference and you would have an app most of most of the times that is digitizing the event so we were not making ourselves there but i would say events we're looking at about 50 to 5000 attendees usually we see it in this kind of numbers we see it as a 1 hour 2 hour event up to uh, even 3 days but it depends on the capacity of the amount of people when it goes to large conferences and summits we did not uh, uh, invent ourselves okay. but when my when our idea came out of saying most of the events out there are are 50 to 5000 this is actually 80% of the events out there there's only 20% which is high uh, uh, maintenance but okay. very high uh, revenues so most of the companies went out there but what about those production uh, a product uh, sales event um um, internal company event, um, um, courses and instructions uh, events for uh, employees. There's tons of events out right. there. There's companies we're working with Matrix who has uh, 300 events a year. Wow. And just three or four of them are big conferences that are live and everything. And they have 200 events throughout the year who just needs um, maintenance. And, and those didn't have a solution. Those didn't have uh, a great experience using zoom or others so it's kind of like this in between spot between these Absolutely. large events that are like you know huge require a bunch and, 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 and between very meetings small. and the very ah, smalls are just right. meetings because you can bring people to your um right you can do google meet yeah you, know, you, you can, can do, do google zoom. meet and we're Ten not when, and we don't want to compete there because on meeting platforms you know they have their downsides but zoom and google meet are doing a great job i mean it's great to have meetings there and we all know those uh, capabilities and what's the features that right and we're not we're not in this area but right in between big conferences and small meetings there's 80 percent of social gatherings that has no great solutions I don't think EventPlace is yet this great solutions, but we're not growing yet. not yet. Right. But we're really growing ourselves to give this solution, this uh, segmentation. That is huge segmentation. And just to put it a uh, buzzword out there, um, uh, private events that we did not yet touch is the next goal. 
um, weddings, funerals, uh, oh, birthdays, wow. um, 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 live events like um, uh, you know music events and, and stand-up comedies and theater. And there is, wow, this world is just starting to be hybrid or even not even touching the hybrid as much. And that's the next buzzwords for next year. Right. Come. Yeah, yeah. Well, or the metaverse, right? You know, you're going to have to see how you get yeah, in there. Right? We'll you know? see. We'll see. <laughs> so now, you know, you're, you're coming out of this, you know, first little bit. You're figuring out this space of yours. What's the first step in your development? What was your, what was your goal in developing, like, out your business? Um, I think I think in the beginning, you were just thinking as a startup, you're thinking, you know, VC-wise. Okay. You're thinking how to get more investments in. Okay. Uh, what will lure uh, investors and uh, and which we, we I mean I would elaborate on that uh, soon, but it was not the right way to think about it. But I think that was my first development. How do I create a strategy that would lure investors in? That's and gonna that bring the would, money. So yeah, let's bring the money in because you know revenues will come uh, probably a long time from now. Uh, so let's think about how to get money in uh, in advance. So we thought about. Um, AIing everything. Right. That's <laughs> that the other it, buzzword. Right? You got right. hybrid, you got AI, you know, what else do you got? Networking. Okay, so how would you connect people that you would not know and it would show you the people that you know through AI engine and all kinds of that? That I was my, 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 my first step, uh, which was totally wrong. And I'll say what we, what we uh, discovered, which is probably the most uh, uh, reasonable thing is to discover, is when you go to an event, you look only for two things. Content. Right. right, you're looking to receive content. You want to hear a good lecture. You want to hear, even if it's a music show, it doesn't matter. You're looking for no, content. You're looking for good content. You want to go there for a reason. That's true. And networking, right? You're looking for the experience of a community or just feeling uh, um, in a part of something. Right, right? feeling social. That's true. Yeah. And all the things about marketing in it and advertisements and conferences area or exhibitions and you know um, there's one-on-one uh, -on -one networking video conferences meeting rooms b2b um leads and all that that comes in advance let's just focus on the two main things content and networking and i think our platform does it great because we have straight up com uh, content interface networking in the same all-in-one arena we call it all-in-one arena uh, you don't need to move into different places to get received different different stuff. You just have the networking and the content right in front of you. I think Facebook knew it or Meta knew right. it uh, back then. And I think we're trying to just pinpoint that always business development strategy-wise. We're just trying to pinpoint that as much as we can. Well, that's very cool because you bring up this whole also element of niching, right? Which is you guys are really trying, you know, you could go and say we're going to tackle the entire event space, right? Whether that's you know, making the content even for the people or doing something that's more interactive content design or whatever it would be, right? But you guys are saying, no, we're focused on content, getting it out there, doing that correctly, getting you the networking space to do your thing. Absolutely. And I think that I love that because I think sometimes, you know, companies, a lot of times they find themselves in problems when they start going and trying to do everything at once. Right. And I think especially in the event space, it's, it's, you know, easy to kind of get lost in that way. So be, being, you know, with that said, how are you guys trying to d differentiate yourselves as a product from your other competitors? I know you mentioned Zoom is your main competitor, probably like Google Meets too, Microsoft Teams, whatever, all the all the various names we've all dealt with for the last few years. But you know, there's also other you know companies out there. I'm sure doing similar things to you. How do yep. you differentiate yourselves? You know, what is your value? What is all it right. for you? So that's a question that comes up a lot, and of course, I think we pinpointed that uh, uh, direct um, about eight months ago. We, when we discovered there is 
it, be, it starts to become a red ocean in a matter of, you know, a lot of uh, platforms out there. And a lot of Indian industries that are now making just platforms out there, just putting up an, a new event wow. technology out there. And there was a lot. Uh, so we decided to put enhance it, especially here in Israel, and we're doing great in that, into helping our clients to produce a better content, to, pr- to, m- to pinpoint the production side of it. Okay. Which mainly platforms would say, we have a great platform, send us the content which we already had production made and you know, we already enhanced it. Just send us that, the video with the content, the video content, and we'll put it out there with a great platform with networking strategies and all kinds of great information features and et cetera, et cetera. No, we said, let's help them to create the content. So we opened a service department which helps to do everything for the for the company. We started by just giving cameramans and microphones and lights and stage. Now we're giving to some of our great clients, even helps in uh, renting the hotel and oh, wow. bringing uh, um, uh, food deliveries over there, you know, food and beverages, and main and helping them even to just to get there. So like and a full service, logistics support, a full logistics support, a full production wow. support. Our service become uh, department has just became in the past two months, I would say, a production company by itself. Wow. Uh, um, uh, one of our uh, VPs are just doing, was the VP in Bluestone Group and in ProMarket oh, and, you know, big yeah. production companies that are big things. The great, like brought Rihanna here and, and, and Bon Jovi. Yeah. And, you know, so they have those experience and we're doing that. And we're helping them to production because we understood something super interesting. Uh, there's about two, three platforms that are leading the market. Hopin is one of them. Bizabo is one of them. And they're not as much as helping the clients with production. And it's mm. very hard things because big companies, they want the full services. They want A to Z services. Right. They don't want to come to a, to a platform and say, okay, now please tell me who is the cameraman? Right. How do I get a, a good cameraman? Right. Or can I, they can want I, to figure it out ahead yes, of time. Yes, or what is, what is the save the date banner? Can you create it for me? I yeah. mean, I'm not a graphics person. I, so I say bring it to your graphics department, giving him a, a, a specifications that he needs. And then you're just like everyone else. Everyone else just tells them the specifications, send me the banner, and that's it. And I said, let's help them to do it. Let's help them to even to create let's say graphic design for all right. of this event right. and let's have him a package of I love that. and and this production side i think is a huge competitive advantage that we have and and we're super successful here in israel mostly because of that we're giving a to z production management it's hard to scale it's hard to replicate it when we're going bizdev out uh, out uh, outside of israel but it's a huge competitive advantage and i think those this balance between giving a lot of services and just creating a great product will always try to find the balance. I don't think it's one sort of zeros. It's 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 somewhere in the middle. No, for sure. I think you always have to find that that careful balance. So like where do you see also event place headed now in the future for you guys? You know, you're mentioning this whole thing out there, you know, I'm wondering uh, all of a sudden what ha- hit me in my mind as you're talking. I was like, okay, he's going to go to like France and he's going to set up Event Place France and then they're going to do the production there and then he's going to do it in Germany and then in e- America and take over the world. That's how I saw it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's my dream, but you know, in the brain. right there you go, right? <laughs> so, I'm at, so where, where are you guys going? So, first of all, um, we're starting next week to uh, uh, open our Australian market. Actually, Whoa. we're starting in Australia. Yes, Very cool. we have some cool uh, clients from there, and we're trying to develop in the academy world there to create events for the for oh, Australian academies, which are working a lot with remote work, so remote learning. So, we're helping them to create events there. We we uh, developing into France and to Canada. We had some great events there. 
But I would stop there and saying this is mostly when we have our product as we have and services to give in advance, like, uh, you know, as I said, cameramen and production Light and all of that side. But as I've seen for two or three years from now, and we have it a lot with our investors and we're talking about a lot, is if we will be the, the, the biggest company the, out the there, company. Yeah, the, big, the company in events, which is very, very hard to be being in this red ocean, is if we're going to tackle good private events. And this is my maybe uh, main kind of uh, like, you know, my enthusiastic, my motivation. Is if we can conquer private events, you know, hybrid weddings. We all know that in 10 years from now, all of our weddings will be broadcasted live and people who could not make it could make it there or, you know, giving presents uh, while the event is going on and going on a big screen. Hey, everyone, and this is that. How cool is that, right? Right, right. Market is not educated all the way to do it now. But who will conquer this market? And we know Twitch is going there, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Instagram Live. You want to put it out there. You want to be in the events while people, but it's just personal. Right. How B2B that working? How businesses show their events online? How how couple that has, um, you know what, how's your, your next uh, uh, baby born breath will be online, right? Right, right, right. right, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, all those kind of questions, I think, Super interesting for event place. We have strategy already for it. We have product roadmap. We have wireframes of how we want to see it. I I think the most thing and the, the biggest questions is will uh, investors will see will see like the big uh, not even the market going there will see the um, the big value that can be made a year from now or two years from now as we sure. see uh, investors going to the you know automotive. Um, um, uh, industry V2X, all this uh, um, um, technology uh, that would, is not yet esta- established. I think private events, which is not yet established, would be the next big challenge for event place and for events out there. And I'm sure that in five years from now, we will do this podcast and we will have one big platform that you can have there. Beyonce singing in Munich, and and you will scroll down and see your the birthday of your friend that you just missed, and and uh, I don't know, and the conference in the same kind of area that wow. has all events, all social based events area to just enjoy events from home. I love it. I yeah. love it. That's awesome. Listen, Todd, this has been super super interesting. Well, is that, you know, we are out of time. That's it. It's a quick one. You know what I mean? It's just a quick in one. You know, in and out. That's how it works. But. I always like to end with your Please. advice to entrepreneurs. So what is your advice? You know, you've been in this journey. It's very interesting. I remember when we even first talked when you were first getting up and going. Yep. And it's amazing to see how you've developed and everything like that. What, what's your advice? You know, one piece of advice that you have for entrepreneurs. Wow. So, yeah. So I'll, I'll narrow it to one. Um, I think the most important thing is HR. We, I mean, you cannot say it differently. Partners, employees. Um, uh, um, uh, founders and you know even clients is a little bit HR because some of the clients you're it's not your human resource but it's human connections it's so important it's a lot of luck out there as well but most of it is really pinpointing what do you are you looking for in a co-founder what are you looking for in your next employee what are you looking for for someone that you want to give equity to or what is really uh, your need and it's 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 something that I've had a lot of courses on it. I've learned a lot about it, but you really need to fail a little bit for your, before, and you really need to succeed a little bit to know what you want. And I would say to entrepreneurs, um, give it. Um, I, I was a little bit, I think, naive 
because I heard those podcasts before also right, about right. HR and about, yeah, you need to do it. And I still thought, you know, I'm a great per- I'm human person. Yeah, right. You know, I'm good with, with people. I wouldn't know if someone is, is a great match for me. But no, you need to put more thought into it and more reasonable thought, not emotional thought into it. Mm. So I would say to entrepreneurs, sit, write down what are you looking for in your next employee? What are you looking for, for in your partnership? And if it's not answering most of it, most of those questions, most of those uh, um, KPIs, um, wait, wait a little bit more. Try to find more. Don't be as hurry. And, you know, when you're hurt, when you're in a rush, especially in HR, you usually make bad decisions. Right. Of course. And and yeah, I have like uh, like 300 more devices and you can you can just uh, you can just <laughs> we'll contact me out in personal. five years. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and I love it. I mean, I lecture go. a lot. I speak to a lot of uh, young entrepreneurs. I love to give uh, advices. It makes me, you know, feel um, it. And, you know, it makes you th- think about it more and then and then it helps you also to bring it out forward so you're more than welcome to just contact me in personal uh to have more advices amazing amazing Tom. thank you so much i really wish you and the team at event place uh, a lot of luck and a lot of success and thank you so uh, much for having me back soon hopefully yeah let's do it let's do it the serene check (laughs) amazing